Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling, the darling of voiceover. And I'm Mike Spring. Put a little spring into your voiceover step. Wow. Yeah. Those were lame. Yeah. <laughs> those, those were pretty bad, pretty admittedly. Bad. But it did serve to get into our topic this week. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the intangibles, if you will, in marketing and branding today. And I don't know if intangibles is the word we're looking for. It's 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 the word I came up with because I, I like it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's along the lines of what do you need and, and what don't you need as far as, again, your marketing and branding material. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit uh, because we've had some questions about it o- over the years. And we've spoken on the podcast before about about visual branding, you know, what, what makes your CD case look good, what makes your business cards look good. But what we wanted to focus on today instead was was the the language of your marketing. You know, a lot of people do reach out to us and ask us, what should I use for my voice description? I, I you know, I'm having a hard time coming up with a tagline and I, I really want to have one. What what can I use? You know, that type of thing. And so that's where we really wanted to focus on today. The voice description that we're talking about here is something that perhaps might appear on your webpage or included on your demo packaging and such. And You know, I tell people usually when they ask me about it, I say, you know what? I've gone 42 years and never had to try to describe my voice to anyone. And it's true. You're not going to be asked to do that. And why? Because right there on your demo, right there on your webpage, are your demo tracks. They're going to hear what you sound like. So why do you really need to verbalize or put in writing, you know, who, what you think you sound like or, or what type of uh, voice you think you have? Is it necessary? I tell people I don't think so. But, Mike, there's certainly another side to that. Sure, there's an argument to be made for both sides. Is it necessary? No. Can it be helpful? Absolutely. You know, like most things with your marketing, this is going to be a personal choice. It's going to be whatever you're most comfortable with and whatever you feel is going to serve you the best. When it comes to a voice description, a lot of times you might consider using it if you have a really distinct voice, maybe a very cartoony voice or a very deep voice or something that kind of stands out in some unique way. Or maybe you do a very wide range of accents or characters. These are things that you can mention in your voice description. Some people use it to describe not their voice as much, but sometimes like their their personality or you know what it's like to work with them. It is a good place to bring in uh, mention if you have a specialty uh, technical knowledge. You know, like you can say Mike Spring is uh, an expert in all things engineering and medical. Which isn't true, but if it were, I could put that on my demo case. So there certainly are occasions where a voice description can work. I'm, I'm like you, Warren. I don't have one on my demo, mm-hmm. but there's nothing wrong with having one either. If if you feel comfortable with that and you have a, a well-written voice description, there's nothing wrong with putting it on there. And what I did instead is I've got two or three lines on my webpage that basically give you an idea of my personality, and hopefully that doesn't scare you away. I tried to <laughs> I tried to have fun with it. I tried to make light of the fact that I've been doing this for a while, and and I. I think that says more sometimes or does more to market yourself sometimes than trying to write down that you have a pleasant voice, which, of course, gets used over and over and over again. Now, so what makes a good voice description if you are going to use one? It's, it's pretty easy. Keep it short. Keep it simple. You know, a couple of key descriptive words are great. Feel free to throw in any additional things like Warren says about your personality or any technical skills you might have. Keep it pleasant, although you just said not to use that word. Don't don't use the word, but keep the tone of it yes. pleasant. Keep it up 
upbeat, keep it positive. Uh, you know, if you have an opportunity for some humor, great. If that's not your thing, that's fine too. But you know, short to the point, upbeat, positive. These are the types of things that are going to make your voice description really work well for you. Another question we get a lot is, uh, can you help me with my tagline? I have to have a tagline. And here's another area where that is a personal choice. Again, I've gone all these years without having any kind of tagline. Although the one that Mike came up with that I used at the beginning of the uh, podcast today, I just may have to use that. You right? know, the, it's the, pretty good, right? The Thank darling you. of voiceover. You know, <laughs> it's to further confuse people. Is his name darling or is it Garland? <laughs> but anyway, um, there are some people's names that naturally lend themselves to a great tagline. And we're going to share a couple with you. I, I like the one that our, our good friend uh, and, and cohort here at uh, Voice Coaches, Kate Peterson, has used over the years, a little voice with a big sound. And that really, I mean, if you've ever heard her on the phone, you know, that's exactly <laughs> or, what Or here is. on the podcast. That's true. That's true. Um, you, you had one you told me about from uh, uh, Chris Bacon. Yes, uh, Chris Bacon. Now, there's a name that automatically conjures an image. It's a great opportunity to come up with a good tagline. So Chris Bacon's tagline is, Chris Bacon, the voice that sizzles. I love it. I mean, you can't go wrong it. with yeah. that. You know, yeah. that that is very memorable. It's catchy. It's humorous. You know, that's a really great job on that one. How about our friend David Good? When your voiceover is good, it's the best. Another good one. Another good one. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so there you go. That, that works terrific if you've got um, the imagination and sometimes the name that just lends itself to that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really what it comes down to is do you have a good tagline? You know, I, I've never come up with one. I mean, spring certainly lends itself to, to all kinds of, of sort of puns, but I've never found one that really worked for me. Some people's names lend themselves to that, like Chris Bacon and David Good. You know, if your last name is Smith or or, you know, Wojohowicz, that might not necessarily give you the same advantage. I loved him on Barney Miller. <laughs> that's that's where I got that. That's where I was thinking from. I don't know why he popped into my head. That's but, good, yeah. You know, so so it, that doesn't mean that if you don't have a, a, you know, a clever name, you can't use a tagline. It's just a matter of coming up with something that works for you. Again, is it necessary? No. No. Does it work if you have a good one? Sure. It's always a personal choice, whatever works best for you. I've got one more thing I want to throw in here this week, and that's a question we still get now and again. Somebody says, well, can I use a, a photograph of myself on my demo packaging? And I, I want to caution a couple of things. Again, we have no problem if you want to do that, but I want to caution that all of a sudden you've taken the anonymity of voice acting and the fact that nobody really knows what you look like and how old you may look or how young you may look, um, um, you know, how big you may be or how small you may be. Nobody has any idea of that from your voice. And doesn't that kind of work for you in voice work? So why would you want to put a photo of yourself on your web page or, again, on your demo packaging. I, I kind of tend to lean away from it. Sure. And that's something we tend to recommend here is we recommend, you know, not putting a photo on your demo. But again, as I've said before, and I'll probably say again, it's a personal choice, whatever you're most comfortable with. Some of the exceptions to that might be if you're also trying to get into on-camera acting as well mm -hmm. as voice acting, then a photograph can certainly be helpful. Sure. And I've done that on, on a DV package that I put, I'm sorry, DVD package I put together uh, a few years ago, it made sense because I was doing some on-camera work as well. Right. So it's, you know, it, it really is up to you. Again, our recommendation is come up with a great visual for your packaging, but don't necessarily include a photo of yourself. But as always, it's entirely up to you. 
So there you go. These are some of the intangibles of marketing yourself, which I guess at the end of the day are, are more tangible than I would like to think. But I just <laughs> I just like that word. Works for me. Well, here's something tangible. Voice coaches professionals are on the road again in February. We're offering Getting Paid to Talk. That's our introduction to voice acting adult education class all around the U.S. and Canada. Look for us at a university, college, or school near you. That's right. The week of February 13th, you'll find us in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Columbia and Pendleton, South Carolina, and on Long Island in Farmingdale, Northport, and Islip, New York. Then the week of February 20th, look for us in the Baltimore and Washington, D.C. areas, also in Milton, Vermont, Marblehead, Massachusetts, and Roanoke, Verona, and Mechanicsville, Virginia. Now, call us to find out when and where we're going to be near you by using our toll-free number, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us with your comments, questions, and topic suggestions for our podcast. Our address for that is podcast at voicecoaches.com. And if Warren answers, just ignore him. He's probably just messing around at my desk again. Yeah, but your toys on your desk are so much cooler than mine. You know, I really like sitting there. I do have a lot of cool toys at my desk. Okay, well, we'll talk about that another time. And we've got more interesting stuff to talk about next week as well. Hope you'll join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Helps helps when it's all plugged all the way in, yeah, as they yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smart Alec. I think we're fine. Okay. If we're not fine, then I'll just hand it off to Brett and say, here, fix this. But what we wanted to focus a little more on today is a little more. <laughs> we a little more on. on a little more. We have on. a little more on in the studio with uh-huh. this. Yes. I would say you're talking about me, but luckily I'm not little, so I know you're not. But <laughs> I am a moron, so. Yeah, I like that. That's we have no pride and no shame anyway, so <laughs> exactly. what are we going to do, embarrass ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what they used to call me in eighth grade, darling, darling. Yeah. Women calling you, darling, darling. That is a good thing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was. It was good for a skinny, you know, ninety-pound weakling. <laughs> that, uh, the the uh, the hoods, as we used to call them, used to, uh, you know, hold you upside down and shake the lunch money out of your pockets. Not 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 quite that bad, but <laughs> they they used to come after me occasionally. Sure. Well, when your when your name is darling. Voice coaches professionals, that's us, I think, uh, are on the road again. No, it isn't us. It's somebody else. So let's do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, like, how am I going to edit that? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Well, I didn't either. Well, I want to tell you. (laughs) Farmingdale, Northport, and Islip, New York. Oh, sorry. Islip? It's Islip. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. It's like two lines. How, How many takes do I have to do to get it right? Islip up. (laughs) <laughs> when I don't say I slipped correctly. Uh, okay. I slipped up? Come uh, on, that's funny. That, that, that's pretty good.